0: Yee. Happy Thursday.
1: Happy Thursday, everybody. <clears throat> Thanks for joining us. We're here. Are we clinking cups? Okay, shout out to the Woman Evolved Team, Treasure X Roberts. Shout out to Dr. Kirk Quiglis,
0: the Fresh Breath Club. Yikes. Today's decision, tomorrow's, tomorrow's success.
1: Huh? Successes. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay, it is Thursday, our favorite time of the week. And if you're just joining us, excuse me. We have literally been celebrating Mother's Day literally all month long uh, because I just feel like it should be celebrated all month mm-hmm. long. And um, we've been passing the mic. We've been letting the matriarch of the podcast, aka uh, I like Mother, uh, Pam, you know, some people suffer some way about you calling your parents by your first name, Pastor Pam. Uh, Miss Pam Pirate Dutch. Anyway, she is sharing Tell them what
0: you really call
1: me. I call you Pammy. Pammy, yes. Sometimes a girl, whatever. I don't know. It just depends. Sometimes it's not a, other things. It's not a sign of di- it. a disrespect. It's just, okay. okay, yeah, you're trying to out me. Anyway, she's uh, pulling through the the 35 year, almost 36 year Rolodex of our time together. And um. so we're doing that. And today's topic is going to be interesting because we're talking about earlier all of the incredible legends that we've been losing as of late that are transitioning to the ancestral plane if you believe in that sort of thing um so the great harry belafonte the great uh jim brown and the incomparable icon who is mrs tina turner aka anime bullet um and so all of these people i feel like we would consider leaders in their industry leaders in their Mm -hmm. field especially leaders in the black community We're going to miss them. We love them dearly, but their legacy lives on and on and on. But it got us thinking about leadership because leadership, I feel, is not necessarily born. I think it has to be nurtured, it has to be molded. Okay. So um, even if you have leadership instincts, which is good, um, you know, it has to be cultivated, nurtured. So if uh, I think all of us are in some form of leadership capacity, but it's not an easy road so if you're looking to recognize your leadership skills guard your leadership skills flourishing your leadership skills and styles mm-hmm. then sit tight fam, because this episode is for you hi i'm pam williams a mother and i'm jessica e williams a daughter and this is a mother and a daughter truthful
0: chat where we discuss our 35 year multi-layered relationship we've been through so many ups and downs not only are we family but we're business partners in the high-stress world of event planning and production for short films. We've also shared the same therapist for
1: over 10 years. What some people call codependence, we call collaboration.
0: So join us as we share stories from our lives, have candid conversations with other mother-daughter duos, and shed light on the rollercoaster ride of being a woman while raising a woman.
1: Welcome, welcome to truthful chats y'all y'all know how we do a truthful chat thursday and truthful chats if you're new here are designed to get us to the ongoing practice of generational wellness which if you need more information about that it's probably below wherever you're watching this video um so check it out so here at the create generational wellness channel there's usually a theme and then truthful chats we use to unpack that thing just a little bit so it is may and the theme is truth. Okay? Mm-hmm. And today's episode is Mom Truth number four. <clears throat> Again, if you have not checked out three, two, or one from this month, these episodes, please, please, please go back. It's about a lot of jam packed nuggets and things. But uh, this is Mom Truth number four, which is building a leader. So I will shut my mouth unless I'm called upon
0: and pass it over to the Matriarch of the Podcast the family. Well, you know, you if you hear something, feel free to jump in. You don't have to wait until I... I'm being a responsible uh, millennial, on okay? Uh, Letting the baby boomer have the space. That's when we so just be horrible humans. Oh, no, I don't think so. So, what comes to mind when I say, is your child a leader or... Do you think your child is becoming a leader or do you want your child to be a leader? Because leadership means a lot of different things to a lot of different people based on who you are. Um, That will have an impact on what you think a leader looks like uh, for yourself, for the people that you are around and ultimately for your child. And it may determine what you do and how you go about developing the skills that you see in your child that look like they could be leadership but you're not 100% sure so we're going to talk about that a little bit about how you recognize different leadership styles how you pay attention watch your child see where you see hmm that could be something ooh. or ooh that could be something and you know you want to negative or a positive negative or a positive and you <laughs> want to figure out how to how to make That's it better so why is it even important to develop a leadership um Skill or potential in your child Where well, are in yourself Yes, absolutely you're in yourself um, First of all, it's going to ultimately Give you better control of your life It's going to give you a sense of agency Which is how you get things done um, And sometimes Crazy world <laughs> That we are currently living in, right um, It helps You make better decisions And instills confidence You understand That if you do this Tomorrow's today's decisions. Tomorrow's successes. If you have a leadership skill, you can understand that that what you're doing today is going to impact your tomorrow, and you want to know that because you again want to know that if something is not the way you like it, you have the ability and the power, and hopefully the skills to be able to change it. Um, it gives your child a uh, a way to. Develop responsibility opportunities for that
1: makes them, them, them more
0: empathetic and adaptable. And Lord knows we need children to be more empathetic in this day and age because it is easy to say, you know what, I'm off everybody, and everybody, you know, and <laughs> we don't want to do that, right? So you shouldn't then, <laughs> want to do that, but you know. yeah. And then the most important thing is to communicate effectively because you know. Nothing happens without conversations. You know, I'm a coach in conversational intelligence, and we can talk about that a little bit more later, but everything that happens, happens based on a conversation and it happens based on a relationship. So if you don't have the agency and the skill to be able to communicate effectively, it's not going to go well for you, as they say. Pamela, are you saying that we all don't know how to talk to each other? I'm not saying that we don't know how to talk to each other, but... There are better ways that we could talk to each other, no matter how good you think you are. Yeah. There are better ways to have conversations or conversate, as the people like to say. Do not I do not, do say, not say conversate. I know y'all love it, <laughs> just like y'all
1: love seen and looked it. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Okay. Better
0: conversations. We no no have, judgment. I'm just saying. Stop. We want to have we want to have better conversations. So um, modeling and teaching leadership Scott, styles, skills, letting your um, children see how you lead, even at home in conversations, uh, how you lead at work, That's how you lead important. at church, however they see you, quote unquote, leading um, is going to impact them. And it's going to be a way that they then start to react to other people as well. So you can see, even if you don't have an official title of, you know, I'm the leader of, I'm the head of this, your <laughs> leadership skills, <Not> <laughs> your leadership skills <laughs> matter. Leadership skills matter. How that about like that? Lives.
1: don't forget about leadership
0: it. skills matter Let's because
1: George Floyd. Today, it's
0: by the way. yes, amen. It's going to impact your whole life. They, you know, there's studies where. You know employers are looking for people that have good leadership skills whether they're gonna that's how you get promoted you have good leadership skills you come in and you start doing things and people go oh look she's taking responsibility for that even though it's not my job description or you're taking initiative if that's something you know if you have a go-to-work job or in a business if you're um working in a business the people that are following you, helping with your you with your business. Worst thing you can have is a bad leader and you're trying to follow them. I have a friend that yes. says, look, if you look up and you think you're leading and you turn around and you look and there's nobody behind you, you're your not leading. Your You're, friend, not, you're not a leader. However, <clears throat> if you're just doing what you do and you do it naturally and you look up and people are asking you, what do you think we should do next? What about this? hey, have you thought about that? Shit. Then that is a natural leadership style that works. And so you don't have to be out front. You don't have to be pushy with it, but you do have to understand how you conduct yourself day to day, the things that you think are important, how you react, talk to other people. All is all goes into being a good quote unquote leader, even if you're just leading leader. yourself. All right. Which is key, self-mastery. <laughs> So um, it's really important to help children understand You can be a leader You can be a boss As the people say nowadays Um, But you can't be rude You know So how do you train a child To be assertive How do you train a child To stand up for themselves How do you train a child To express their ideas Confidently without Being rude Right. Oh, um, you want to teach them to be kind. Right. And um, hopefully,
1: hopefully <laughs> but you can't
0: model what you're not. <laughs> so. so you got to watch. You know, I'm a big believer of this. I said all the time, you got to pay attention. You got to listen. You got to ask questions. Um, you you there are teachable moments in every moment that you're with your child. And if you're too busy or on the phone or distracted or, and I'm all those things, my phone is right here. You know what I mean? She's on the socials more than me. I'm on all the things all the time, but you gotta have that mommy ear open and you gotta pay attention. So, um, and then ask your child some questions. I could go on and on. I had so many questions. Jessica was like, my, you can't ask all these questions. questions. So I'll give those to you later. You guys, I'll post them. I need to put them in the Facebook group somewhere or whatever. But you want to, when your children are young, you want to start watching their interaction with other children and then asking them questions about those interactions. So for example, you can say in your friends, among your friends, who do you think makes everybody feel happy. And they will tell you, oh, so-and-so is always so nice or though this or that, or they care about everybody. Or you can ask them, how do you feel when you're around that person? If they name that person, how does that person make you feel? All right. Um, do you think you make other people feel the same way that so-and-so makes you feel? So again, You're you're having conversations about their relationships, but out of that, they're going to tell you what they're observing, what they're feeling, and then you can can come in and help mold that and turn that around and have them look in the mirror and see if they're doing the same kinds of things, all right? Um, Do you think, who's a good role model in your your friends, in your group? Who do people want to be like? Ask yes, those kind of questions. Um, these are good for adults too. Okay. <laughs> and then now that gives you a chance to define what a role model is. So you can say, well, a role model is somebody that acts a certain way and everybody likes that and they want to try to be like that person. So now, again, these are little baby leadership skills that you're building in, building and in, building. In. I love this question. Do you like being called the leader? Do you want everybody to know you're the leader? Or do you just want to make sure that everything goes well, that everybody has fun at the birthday party? Everybody has a good time when we go for pizza. Everybody has a good time at the game. So, again, these are people who do not necessarily want to be out front, but they have a really beautiful heart, spirit. And that's a leadership skill that impacts and influences people. Um, Let's see. What else do I want to talk about? So you don't have to be designated the leader to be the leader. Um, And then there are different leadership styles. All right. There's a charismatic leader. That's the person who everybody. Missing personality. They come in the lunchroom. They come in. Everybody wants to sit by them. Everybody wants to be near them. They're the life of the party. Um, I don't know those people. The life of the party. What else? Um. And they're good. I mean, you they're know,
1: assertive in their ideas,
0: whether,
1: whether or not you ask them. But they just want. To
0: but they do know how to make other people feel important. You know, they do know how to make other people feel important. They know how to speak well in front of others, and as you can hear, we're saying their powers can be used for good or bad. Um, and we've all seen that in history, with the Jim Jones and the this and the that, versus a Martin Luther King. You know what I mean? If you're a charismatic person. You're gonna wield power over people, and it's just a matter of how you use it, use it. Do you use your powers for good, or do you use your powers for bad? You didn't know you was living your own Marvel movie. <laughs> you keep Disney, but you the character, the main character, of your own Marvel movie. So you, when you are watching your child, and you see that people are naturally drawn to them, then now you've got to start to explain to them that. They kind of have a superpower, right? And how are they going to use sure. that superpower? And what does that look like? So again, that's a charismatic leader really quickly, and we can go into that, you know, later at another time. Um, some people are visionary leaders, so you have an idea, and you can explain that idea so well that people see it in their mind. They want to help you make it. They want to just do whatever it is because you made that idea seem like the best idea ever. You know, you but always had that persuasion. kid in the in the group. We should build a tree house or we should build a fort. And they have can
1: <clears throat> have
0: name. a I know it's kind of damn But anyway. But y'all
1: be selling stuff. Shout out to the entrepreneurs. Yeah. The entrepreneurs.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't know these days with STEM or whatever. Whatever it is, your child is the one that can make everybody see what they're thinking and want to help them make it come to pass. All right that is a visionary leader they will um they're creative and they can find the words to communicate that creativity and make it make sense for people right Mm -hmm. a democratic leader is one who wants everybody's buy-in they want everybody's opinion they want to collaborate they want to hear what everybody's thinking before we move forward, so they might say, "I think we should build a tree house, But what do you guys think? Do you think we should build a fort? Do you think we should build a tent? Do you? And then they ha- let everybody have the discussion, and then they want to get to the best idea from what everybody says. Okay, that's democracy. A de- I know people don't know what that means anymore, particularly in our country. That is <laughs> it's so democratic. But, you know. <laughs> um, a good example of this might be a teacher who you know best teachers you've ever had are not the ones that stand up in the front and lecture. They're the ones that let you participate. They ask a question, they get a discussion going or whatever. So that's Mm. a good, good model, right? Um, And then transformational leadership is kind of like visionary, but it's a little bit loftier. It's more of um, getting people to believe that they can change that there can be a transformation within them that could then transform the world transform the people around them so if you see you know kids that are um i i think you always hear a lot of yeah 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 that's a transformational leader or kids that are really um into the homeless like there was a big I can't remember that little child's name, but they wanted socks and things for the homeless and water and whatever. So this is a that's somebody that created an idea that was transformational and their heart is bent a certain way. So you can see that they're always going to want to do something that's for the good of other people. Right. The good of the whole. That's good. So what kind of leader do you think you are? Uh,
1: Definitely a visionary leader. Mm -hmm. I think I have the power of persuasion. The gift the gap but I really actually have to believe in the thing too like I I literally see things in my mind and then I start talking about them and people are like oh my god that's so exciting right um and then very 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 democratic for sure uh especially I feel like the best artists are democratic so um as a director when I was writing when I act when I produced um, yeah, I like to hear everybody's ideas. I don't necessarily always feel like I have the best idea. Like I might be the person who is leading the charge in terms of executing the things or getting it done or whatever, but I, I really believe in the power of the collective and the power of the ensemble. So definitely visionary, definitely
0: democratic. What about you? I think you're transformational too, though, because I think about- I feel
1: like I'm working the transformational. Yeah,
0: but I think about when you used to teach youth, and you oh, taught youth at church I don't know for if their lives basically. five or six years, but I think that was transformational. You, you have some people that said that that you helped them. You have some people that oh, shout out to those people. You know, and then you maybe know, some people backed off our friendship because I was too transformational. Mm, yeah, you would be That's getting on people about how they was trying to live their oh, yes. life a little bit, and but be you like, know you what? can do better because
1: I feel like this, and I. I don't know if necessarily how will say this to people, but I do feel like the people in my life are a reflection of me. So, you know, you're a reflection of people that I chose to be in my life. So I feel like I was never—I've been called judgmental. I've been called, you know, not necessarily rude, but I've been called judgmental. You know, too hard. I've been called a goody-two-shoes. I've been called all kinds of things. But it really didn't have anything to do with the other person, really, as <laughs> much as. I mean, they're gonna make my, me look bad. I say,
0: I want, I want you to do better, but also, you're not gonna make me look crazy. You know what I mean? And so. you, you know, I noticed you always used to I say, like, when you. people would be doing crazy stuff, like some artist, you find or way. whatever, that shall remain nameless. But I can remember you saying, they must not have any friends. Who are no their friends? No real friends, no real friends because well, if they, no they did, friends, but you need real friends. If they did, a real friend would tell you, Hey, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Have you thought about that? So forth and so on. So I think you have a little of that transformational in there. I think I'm probably transformational and democratic. Um, that's and visionary. visionary. I like, yeah, I know. I think it all kind of goes together. What's that? Divergent. That um, I'm a divergent leader. Here, I just made that up. But um, I really think it's important because this is one of the reasons why we do the podcast is because we think True. it's important to help people see that there's a different way, another way, sometimes a better way, a different way, just whatever. Just stop works for you and take a look at it and see what works for you. So I think that's you know kind of transformation. Um. So anyway, different ages, different stages, uh, of oh, your child parenting out
1: here Yeah, be like, okay, how do I de- identify these styles and skills in my kids? So at each age level, mm-hmm. there are some things that you could be tasks that you could be given things that you could be doing to kind of test them a little bit. It's like when, uh, Peter Parker ends up getting a, you know, and that they always have that when like the person finally decides that they, like, they're like, oh, I have a superpower. You remember the, it's the montage where they be trying to spit the web out and then doing the thing and then falling and doing all this kind of stuff.
0: That's what this is. It's the
1: montage of figuring out your kid's superpower. Go
0: ahead. So preschool, you want to start letting them make little decisions in preschool. What clothes are you going to wear? What do you want to wear to school today? And sometimes they come out looking really crazy, but if you are secure enough as a parent to not be worrying about the other parents judging you, because you let your child wear that to school. You remember the princess boy? Yes, you I do, do remember the, the princess boy. Shout out to the princess boy. Where is he? <laughs> the princess boy. So his time. <laughs> yeah, but you got to, you teach your child that they can make their own decisions when you let them do that. Let them pick what storybook they want to hear tonight. It might be the same book seven nights in a row. That was my nephew. You might think COVID. you're going to go crazy, but still. They know that they have the power to say, I want to hear this tonight and they will be respected. So already you're teaching them to take agency. Um, You can encourage them to take turns, share their toys, do small chores around the house. Um, All those things, you know, will help them start to build autonomy. They get to elementary school. They're getting a little bit older, a little bit more responsible. They can join clubs. They can join, do sports. Um, they can learn teamwork. They can cooperation. Again, how to talk to people, how to express your ideas without everybody going that kid. ballistic. When you see that kid, you'd be like, oh my God. Do you think bullies have leadership skills that are misdirected? I, I do. Talk about that. I do. I totally think that's what I was talking about before with being rude. I think totally rude. Bullies running. have leadership skills that. Granted, we don't know the bully's home life. I also want to say mm-hmm. that. Okay, but. But a bully is aggressive. You know what I mean. A bully is. They have an opinion. They have an idea that they want to Your see executed. Your lunch, lunch money. money. <laughs> you know they have an idea. So a visionary leader. They're if not you, credit, though. if you, that's a transformational leader. If you can take a bully and turn them into somebody that. Um, is productive in society and they're charismatic. That's what I was saying about as a charismatic a leader, way, you yeah. can use your powers for good or you can use your powers for bad. Um, it's, elementary school is when you should start getting your kids involved in volunteering and community activities. Again, giving them a sense of I can make a difference. And then you find out, is this where they thrive? Are they really, really happy when they're cleaning up the park? or, you know, making the playground look better or whatever it is that is a volunteer activity, um, collecting for a food bank. Now you kind of start to see, okay, they tend toward this kind of leadership, um, which will probably be more transformational or helping with chores, helping grandparents, helping the elderly. Again, so just different things that you start learning your elementary child do and watch. What happens? Watch, you know, where they go. Middle school, my favorite time. The dreaded middle oh, school. Oh my gosh, my gosh. So now they can take on more leadership roles. They can start to really uh, take a role that goes according to their bent. For example, if you have a charismatic leader type, then they may want to run for class president or they may want to be head of the cheerleading squad or whatever. They may want to do something that's really, really out front. But if you have another kind of leader that's more Democrat, democratic and transformational, they may want to be in the journalism club. They want to be the editor of the school paper because now they're making change and affecting change by the way they um, write articles or take photographs or whatever, and it's impacting people. All right. So Again, pay attention. Don't try to put your kid that would rather be reading a book and writing and drawing as class president. It's not gonna work, and they're gonna get frustrated and then they're gonna think they don't have good leadership skills. But
1: even the water boy and the equipment manager, I don't know why that just came up too, but like some people I feel like they Mm -hmm. think that's weak of their kid to want to do instead of being one of the star players on the team or whatever. But I was like, that's a lot of
0: Management is a real skill. Okay? And your kid is about service, you know, so you can Seriously. see that with, again, what they geared to in high school. Now it's even more pronounced by now. You should have an idea of what they really like, what they're gravitating to. Like I said, Justin Quist, Jess was great at sports. She would not go to practice and break records when she would go to the track meet, but she didn't like sports. Her bent was more toward theater. So even though she had friends in high school, they were all on the dance team together because they all connected around that. But then they would go and play basketball and run track and she would go to the theater department. Um, And so then again, you watch and you pay attention and then you put your efforts and your money and your time into developing what it is that you see coming up in them. Facts, facts. And then I remember in high school, too, your peer counseling. That was when you started Oh, yeah, because
1: that. Was, that was sort of a more of an out-front situation, right? Being in a the theater department, writing things, performing things. People see my face and my person or whatever. Even a dance, too. But I was in an ensemble. I like ensemble spaces, okay? So, um, but I also, I've never been a super spotlight person. Like, even now, I'm just, I'm not. Like, I'm very to the back with it like people want me to then like you should be I'm like yo fam like I really I don't want it like I don't want it so I think even then I was still even though I was doing things that were very out front I still want to do things that were of service I want to do things that was sort of more backseat freestyle um, which was you know peer counseling was one of those things where I felt like I could really make a difference but I didn't need to be out front all the time doing all the things. Like it was just me and my peers and we was talking and if things would come up or situations would happen, it kind of gave me the ability to live in both worlds comfortably without feeling like I always had to be out front. I always had to be singing and dancing and doing whatever. Like I always had to be that person. And I think I'm still like that now because I am a person who, I'm the introvert that, you know, people give that a bad rap, but I derive my energy by being alone. So if I output a lot of energy after a while, I'm about to shut it down because I need to go take care of myself and do what I need to do for me. So I like to exist in sometimes out front spaces and sometimes in the back. And I would just appreciate it if everybody would let me do my thug this <laughs> way that I want to do my thug this
0: But you have to know yourself. That's the thing. And that's yeah. what I, you know, when I talk about having conversations with your child and giving them open space to really explain to you how they feel about things. And there's no right or wrong answer. You are just having them have the freedom and the ability and the space to communicate what it is that they're feeling at a particular time. And the more that you can do that, the more you give them the freedom to discover and to be able to say what she just said. Out front, this, another, I got to go back, this, and that. She didn't just come to that today at 35. That's been a process over the years of learning, understanding what didn't work, what did work, and for me, not saying, but you have to do. You know, it's like, okay, and then we work through that. Together. I'm wired together, yeah. Understand how your child is wired. College now again internships really good. Let people see how their skills, even in high school. High school inter- internships, college inter- internships. Well, don't they still they still have community service programs? Yeah, in high yeah. All those kind of things are really, really good service to help needs. your child develop leadership skills. Again, see what they like, see what works, see what brings them joy, see where they excel. Don't try to force a square pig into a round <laughs> hole or whatever square, is. square 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 <laughs> whatever 40. it is that they say. Um, the older they get, start taking them to. Find your friends. Hopefully you have friends that have positions and knowledge and whatever in college, start that networking and let them, let your friends know what your child is interested in. Some of the best opportunities Jessica's had because people knew the village, what she was interested in. Her village was like, I think, you know, I can help her with this or that, and then be willing to let your child go off and do those kind of things. Um, because they will learn from them, they Bitch. will grow, they will understand what it's like out here you in this real world. You can make mistakes in
1: safe spaces. That's very important.
0: Say that again for the people in the back. You can make mistakes in safe spaces. I was a very
1: nervous, nervous person for a very long time, always afraid like this going to be the mistake that just ended, especially when I was working in production. But then, God, I had safe spaces to make. Mistakes and these are people that didn't know me really from Adam I just think that's the favor of God
0: But um yeah man But I think that's but, part of who you are oh, okay. That you didn't come in <laughs> Pretending know. like you knew all it all around and Yeah you didn't walk. come in like, very, like pretending like that is. Yeah pretending like you knew it all faking the funk This that and the other um, you just sent an email Today and the person said I really Thank you for your transparency Right but so, it takes time to get there Yeah because you do and when you're young You feel like you
1: need to know everything and do everything and like you forget like you're learning in the process and the time and people know that. They don't expect you to know
0: everything. So and as a parent you have to make them feel like it's okay to learn in the time and in the space. Yeah. And, and you're
1: gonna cry and fall apart and
0: things are gonna go bad sometimes. But you'll survive. You'll yeah. live. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. All right. All right. The- One thing I wanna a couple of things I wanna hit really quickly before we get done is um don't stifle your child's ability to develop naturally as a leader what i mean by that is if you feel like your child's not going to win the student government runoff don't tell them that they can't run because you don't believe they're able to win again making mistakes in safe places you don't win you don't win everything in life so at least let them Lose, quote unquote, in a safe space with you so that then you can walk through it and navigate um, once it doesn't go exactly how they turned out. You don't want them to find out, you know, 10 years later when you're (laughs) nowhere around and they having a nervous breakdown because something didn't go the way that they thought it should go. So that's really important. Let them take a risk. Let them try. Let them get out there. Don't be overprotective. This was one I really had to struggle with because I'd be ready to fight, you know. But I'm still like that. I don't know that she necessarily (laughs) (laughs) delivered from that ministry, but um, and I kind of think the most important kind of leadership is self-directed leadership. If you can figure out how to direct your own self, your own self, and your own life. I told yourself, master is key. Direct your own self, your you own life. You can't lead where you ain't fit. And then if you can do that, then even when things go wrong, you know how to talk yourself off the ledge. You know how to get back down. You know why this is upsetting to you. You know what you can do about it, what you can't do about it, what you need to let go, what you need to go back and take another look at. Um, you just have to encourage your child to think critically, to listen to themselves, listen to you, Listen to the things that you've poured into them. And if they are able to self-direct, then they can always adjust. They can always bounce back.
1: And I think self-mastery and self-directed leadership is important because not that you arrive ever, right? Everybody's still figuring out their whole life and things that are going on. But I think the best leaders for me have been people who like, let's say something, everything is going wrong. They're the person that can stay calm in the midst of everything going wrong. Yep. And I think- especially I learned this in production, all the things gonna think. Okay. We say every week, life is going to life. That thing you have planned, some going to happen. It's just, it's just a part of the ether of the process. But I really learned to like, okay, I can't control everything that's going on, but I control, control me and my reaction to it. And for the people that I'm leading, how we're going to flow or handle Mm -hmm. or deal with this. So like, you can come in this office screaming and throwing stuff if you want to, but we finna all look at you. Like, why are you doing that? Like, it's cool. Like, what can we help you with? You know what I mean? Um, that was a hard one lesson. But once I figured it out, I was like, oh, you control your your energy, your atmosphere, your space. And then people have no choice but to respond to that. And again, shout out to Kev on stage. They can't whoop you. So, like, what's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what HR is for. And people get out of line. It's like, yo, just chill. Like, it's it's and no one's gonna die today, okay? Unless you're a doctor. No one's going to die today about most of the stuff that we work in. The in script changes in a leadership capacity. Like, we'll figure it out. Maybe some money is going to be spent. Okay. Shout out to those in the strike. <laughs> we with y'all. Um, but, you know, that's that's really the the longer, the shorter it is. Probably some money is going to be spent, but no one's going to die. So I think that's the thing self-directed leadership has taught me. You master yourself. You can calm the energy of the team and then you guys can execute and problem solve from a relaxed state and space. That's really
0: good. And you want your child to feel safe to express themselves as they grow up. Starting, but it starts young. You can't tell your child to shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You can't life. talk to grown people like that. Don't touch that. That you can't do that their whole life, and then all of a sudden expect them to get to high school and have autonomy and be able to stand up for themselves. You know what I mean? It's not a big so observation. Yeah, so. um Object. Teach them to respect themselves, respect others, stand up for what they believe in, stand up for others who um, Mm -hmm. may not be able to speak for themselves, have a sense of righteousness and justice. This is all very important in terms of leadership. As we think about, you know, George Floyd, again, the anniversary today. Yeah. you Think about all the people that stood up, Mm -hmm. you know, all the people that said this is wrong. Um, you want your child to be brave enough to say when something's wrong when it's wrong, and help try to see how they can make it right. Now the follow
1: through on that was a little shoddy.
0: We tried, but
1: no, we we've been trying, okay. Yeah. With the follow through for all the companies and all the people who was just so shocked. It's a little shoddy. I'm gonna keep my foot on.
0: We're gonna pray on it, the
1: gas about that. That okay. today
0: the memory will the resurrect memory. some of okay. those feelings.
1: So um in prayers up for his family as well. Um, yeah. We're still living without him.
0: I was gonna ask you what your most important lessons were, but I think you just talked about it a little bit with self-directed.
1: Oh yeah, I think knowing your leadership style is key. And again, self-awareness, knowing yourself is important and potent and uh, top top tier, top notch, because then it you know allows you to, the people that are following you, you are able to lead them better if you're able to lead yourself better. Yeah. So, you know. Do the work. Do the work. Watch this know. episode over and over. Listen to it over and over. Do Share it with work. your friends, your family. Your this, that, and the third. Um. And thank you for your mom tip. Do we have one more left? We got one more. Is it one more Thursday in this month? No. Next Thursday will will be Oh, ah, hey we on
0: to a whole new, a whole new world. Yeah. So... To recap, recognize your child's natural leadership ability. Don't try to stifle it. Encourage it. Encourage it at whatever age they are. Pay attention because that's the only way you're going to know what to do is if you're paying attention. Listening to them. uh, Letting them speak. um, Not overreacting. Letting them discover who they are. You support them. You guide them. But also give them the freedom to make some choices. But be there to support when that choice may or may <laughs> yeah. not go uh, 100%. Encourage them to take some risks, learn from their mistakes, pursue their passions, and um, you know, just go forward. Hold me down. <laughs> P.O.P. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: shout out to the Black
0: Panther crew. Hope, hope that was helpful. Um, yes, indeed. You can always. You know, text us, email us, DM us, whatever, mm-hmm. create generational wellness if you have you know any questions about what we said, so um we're gonna bid you adieu. Um
1: the podcast is getting a little longer, but I think I think it's important. We don't wanna rush these uh topics and things. Uh it's crucial, it's key. We wanna make sure we explain things well. Um, but it's that time of again, are you subscribed on the YouTube channel at the bottom of this on Instagram? On IG, well, Instagram, IG, Facebook, fan the Facebook fan base. you for base. The other And then, if you're listening to this, where all your podcast is available, please rate, subscribe. It's the way that people are like, "This podcast is cool. I should check it out." it's only if you use your. It's leadership, really. We're gonna bring that full circle. It's leadership. You are leading people to the podcast by rating, reviewing, subscribing, leaving comments. And we
0: appreciate
1: it. So, we will see you next Thursday in June. Yeah. And uh, y'all be easy. Have a safe and great Memorial Day weekend, whatever your plans are. Um, And we'll see you next
0: week. Bye. Peace.